Live around the globe, it's time for your RM World Travel Connection with Robert and Mary Carey and Rudy Maxa on the SSI Radio Network. at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Visit us online at rmworldtravel.com or follow us on Facebook and Instagram at rmworldtravel. And now, welcome to America's number one travel radio show. Welcome aboard Hour 2 of RM World Travel, everybody. I'm Robert Carey, and we're just past 11 a.m. here in the New York City area. We appreciate you being here with us as we cover everything and anything in the world of travel. As we start our second hour together, we have show friend Andy Pastor waiting on the show hotline. So, Mary, to maximize our time, let's get right to that hour two rundown. Okay, ahead in our latest installment of the Personal Connection series, Mary Latham is going to join Robert and me, and she's going to share her multi-year journey across America to find the good in people. Rudy will check in again from his broadcast studio after the bottom of the hour break for today's Right Stuff episode as Dan Albert joins him to discuss automobiles, past, present, and driverless. George Motz is also ahead. He likes to travel around the world with his children and he's going to tell us about a rather unique festival going on. And before we sign off for today, Robert and I will be joined by Carolyn Asante to talk about student and youth travel and the evidence that proves how valuable it really is. But right now, let's get right to that show hotline and welcome back to the program, Andy Pastor from the Wall Street Journal. Andy, it's nice to reconnect with you. We wanted to give our listeners across the country an update on where things are with the Boeing 737 MAX, so we appreciate you joining us today. It's a very interesting and important topic. It is. It it certainly is. So listen, you know, this week you reported about a meeting that had previously gone undisclosed. I want you to share with our listeners what that was about and what it likely means for more delays in getting the plane back up in the air. So this is the latest in a series of really complicated and and unexpected uh, challenges, hurdles, side turns, difficulties for getting these aircraft back. Um, In August, International regulators, including the FAA and representatives from Europe and Brazil and and Canada, uh, met to try to get a briefing from Boeing on one just one aspect of the changes they're making um, to to the flight control computers. And it turned out that the meeting was basically aborted with uh, bad blood on all sides because the regulators, including the FAA, felt that the the Boeing wasn't forthcoming, wasn't providing enough details, wasn't really answering the questions that they had and well this has been the problem with Boeing all along on this plane well it has been and this highlighted the fact that this could mean several more weeks of delays until they get their answers together the FAA vets them and all this has to be done before the plane can be tested in simulators and tested in real flight by by regulators and then of course all the training for the pilots this could mean um, this could mean and, and many of the people we talked to said that it's likely to mean that if in the U.S. There won't, there won't be the bulk of the planes, maybe there'll be a few, but the bulk of the aircraft will not be flying before um, the Christmas holidays or in time for the Christmas holidays. And in Europe, I would say it's almost, almost certain at this point that they won't be flying until um, 
sometime in January, and we can talk about some of the other complications that have come up. So Uh, this uh, certainly keeps getting extended. Andy, several weeks ago on the show, we went through the four major areas that Boeing is working to fix on the 737 MAX, and again, agree, and you said it so well. This this has so many more complex layers to it. So I'm curious for our passengers, I mean for our passengers, for our listeners right now, when the FAA does, whenever that is, lifts the grounding on this, what does that mean for us as passengers? Are we going to be flying in the skies quickly, or is it more complex there as well? It's much more complex. So first of all, just to get to the point of the FAA and other regulators lifting the grounding, all sorts of technical um, questions that have to be resolved, training for the pilots, and, um, and various other things. But even after all that's done, and if we give them credit and, and hope for the best and think that all this can be done by early November, late October, if all of the regulatory approvals come by then, it's still, I would say, six to eight weeks of, of, of more things that need to be done. The planes have to be maintenance has to be done on the planes to get them into flying shape. Mm. Pilots from the airlines, not just U.S. airlines, but foreign airlines, have to actually accept the planes, which means they go to Boeing and they fly them for a short period to make sure that everything is working correctly. But, of course, the rub is that those pilots won't be allowed to fly until they are trained and until all the regulatory issues are settled. So you have really, uh, even after the regulators say it's A-OK to fly them, it's at least six weeks, maybe two months, and maybe longer in some cases in Europe to get passengers actually on the first of the planes that are cleared to fly. So we still have a long way to go on. Well, and, and I think wow. one thing that we, we yeah. should realize wow. as well, all these planes are parked in different parts of the country. They still continue to produce them. As you said, they all have to be checked. But we're talking right now about the U.S. regulators. Europe has pretty much come out and said that they're not going to accept Boeing's fixes, if you will, they want to go through their own safety approval process. So for Europe, I agree with you. We could be looking at, you know, late first quarter, maybe second quarter of 2020 before these planes are flying over there. Well, it could be that late. Uh, Many people, uh, even in Europe, say it's likely to be the first quarter, but certainly longer than the U.S. And you have to put this into some context. And that is that when when the FAA started down this road, the hope and the expectation and the repeated I would say, promise or at least aim was to have all of the international regulators, maybe except for China, but all of the other big ones move in unison because, of course, that's easier on the industry and also would make passengers feel much more comfortable. And that seems to be um, slipping away from uh, from the FAA. It, it doesn't appear that that's, that aim or that goal is uh, it's certainly not as easy as they thought And I would say increasingly looks as though, at least in Europe and certainly in China, it's going to take uh, it's going to take longer. And that gets us to the most important point, perhaps, and that is how will passengers react? And the hope always was that passengers would react positively because you have a unified message from all over the world, from regulators, from management pilots, from test pilots, from airline officials, 
all saying the same thing. Come join us. Everything is fine. You solve the problems. This is, you know. Well, I think you're right. It's similar to what uh, people expected or what they experienced with the 787, the battery issue. That was was fixed relatively quickly. The longer this goes on, though, the more it drags out, the harder that's going to be, I think. You know, we've got about 40 seconds left. I'll ask you this because I've heard some rumblings about this. Do you think uh, Boeing eventually decides to change the name of the 737 MAX and call it something else? Well, they've said no, and there have been rumblings about it for some time. I I would say uh, still to be decided, uh, they are pretty stubborn, and it would be a big kind of uh, admission. So I, I personally, I think that's not likely. But the interesting thing is going to be what kind of advertising and public relations messaging the airlines and Boeing will have to do no. to try to convince passengers that they really have gotten to the not just the nub of the problem, but all of the other problems that they've surfaced. There's a lot of twists and turns still at. to go. We've been talking about it all year. Uh, Andy, you've been doing some great reporting on this, so we appreciate it. We appreciate you joining us today. Thank you very much. We'll talk to you again real soon, okay? It's nice to be with you. Take care. Thank you so much, Andy. All right. Well, we thank you for being a part of the program with us today. Up next, it's our Personal Connection episode as Mary Latham will join Robert and me to explain her journey to find the good in people across America. Our Emerald Travel returns in three minutes. To join Robert, Mary, and Rudy, call 800-387-8025 or follow us on Facebook and Twitter at RM World Travel. We're coming right back. The quality of Dollar Shave Club products is second to none, and with everything you need to shower, shave, and style your hair, Dollar Shave Club has you covered head to toe. Put dollarshaveclub.com slash rm to the test for just $5. Their ultimate shave starter set is basically everything you need for an amazing shave. The executive razor, shave butter, prep scrub, and post-shave dew. After that, the restock box ships regular-sized products at regular prices. Get yours at dollarshaveclub.com slash rm. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash rm, or you can visit rmworldtravel.com and look under sponsors. HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit delivery service. They deliver easy seasonal recipes and pre-measured ingredients right to your door so all you have to do is cook and enjoy. From step-by-step recipes to pre-measured ingredients, you'll have everything you need to get dinner on the table in about 30 minutes. Get $80 off right now plus free shipping at HelloFresh.com with code RM. That's code RM at HelloFresh.com for $80 off plus free shipping. Or check out rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Mike Lindell and the MyPillow team have asked us to say thank you for the way our audience has responded as you buy so many products from them. We also say thank you. Right now you can get deep discounts on all MyPillow products when you go to MyPillow.com and click on the new radio listener special and use promo code RM at checkout. For example, their body pillow is normally $89.99, but with code RM it's now $29.99. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener specials, and get deep discounts with code RM on all MyPillow products or use the link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Robert here to share that Mary and I, as well as Rudy, are true believers in the importance of travel insurance. It's affordable and protects in so many ways. There are some things in life you just shouldn't do without, like visiting Paris and not experiencing the Eiffel Tower. And something else we encourage is Travel Guard travel insurance. Coverage includes many items, such as trip cancellation or interruption, medical expenses and evacuation, and more. Wherever your next trip takes you, get the coverage you should have at travelguard.com, or you'll also find a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Got a question or comment? Need savvy travel advice? Connect with Robert, Mary, and Rudy anytime on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at RM World Travel. 
Now, back to RM World Travel. Thanks for staying with us through the break. Robert and Mary here with you for more of our World Travel get-together. And before we get to Mary Latham to hear about her travel journeys for our personal connection episode, a quick word about Travel Guard Travel Insurance. Well, the team at Travel Guard has listened to you. They're about to offer an array of new coverage plans. They're going to have things like wedding bundles, pet bundles, adventure sport bundles. They're even going to have trip exchange, hurricane warnings, inconvenience benefits for low water levels for cruises, pregnancy coverage, and more. Because you never know when it comes to emergency situations when you travel, if you're planning a vacation, or an important trip, don't put your investment or well-being at risk. It's why we say whether your next trip is a solo adventure, family vacation, long or short getaway, get the coverage you should have at TravelGuard.com. There's also a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. For today's installment of our Personal Connection series, we're going to introduce you to a woman inspired by her late mother to look for the good in people. Mary Latham has been on the road since October of 2016, compiling stories of human kindness in all 50 states. She's logged over 39,000 miles on her journey, and she joins us today with an update on where she is now, how many states she has left, and to share her very personal travel story. It's very nice to connect with you today, Mary. Welcome to RM World Travel. Thank you so much for having me. Appreciate it. Can never have too many Marys on this show. So listen, <laughs> you know, this uh, three-year road trip of yours around the U.S. that's still going on, I'm sure it has been no easy feat for you, but what was it about your late mother that inspired you to get on the road and seek the good in people? And I'm curious how many states you have left on the journey. So my mom was a very positive person, uh, constantly optimistic. It was uh, one of her full-time jobs, despite a lot of things that happened in her life. And she kind of focused on hunting out the good a little bit. And she told me a couple of weeks before she passed away that, you know, there was always going to be tragedies and horrible things that would inevitably happen in our lives and in the world. But there would always be more good out there if we looked for it. And it was a conversation actually on the day of the Sandy Hook Elementary School shooting when an act of kindness had happened to a coworker. So she kind of refocused my thoughts. And so I thought, what a better way to live to kind of go out there and look for the good. Um, Because it is out there, but it takes some work to uncover. And it's important right now for us to be highlighting it. And I have three states left on this journey before I wrap up the trip. Three. Okay. Wow. So very timeless uh, advice from your mom there. I think uh, it's safe to say. So Mary, you're you're traveling alone. And as Robert said, you've been doing this for uh, three years. I'm curious, how are you finding people to stay with? And is that part easier or harder than you expected? That part has actually been easier. Um, Hmm. I think there's a lot of weird things like doing my laundry I thought would be a huge issue but every home I walk in they are immediately like do you want to do your laundry Um, (laughs) so you know lots of little issues on the trip that I thought would be more challenging have been easier Um, but there has been quite a chunk of challenge (laughs) Um, but I definitely the hosts are usually people when I started the mission I posted on social media I said I was going to start this trip what I was Mm -hmm. doing what I was trying to accomplish and if people had an aunt in Texas or a cousin in California that would let me stay with them or crash with them as I traveled through, let me know. And people started tagging people. But then it really became word of mouth. I mean, I would be in a coffee shop in Oklahoma. Someone would see my shirt because I wear the same shirt. Um, Well, I have a couple of them. But I have 10 more good shirts in my car, so I kind of just wear that every day. It's my uniform. And someone would say, oh, more good. I like that. And I would say, oh, it's actually a project. And next thing you know, they're hooking me up with their best friend in Colorado who would be all about this, and she hosts me. So it's really just putting it out there and people just come out of the woodwork through local newspapers if they read an article, right. TV appearances, anything. They 
um, I think a lot of people want to be a part of something good right now. Yeah, I agree. And it sounds like a family network for you. That's great. So I'm sure you've got hundreds of stories, if not thousands of stories of human kindness along this journey. But I'd, I'd love to hear one that perhaps maybe really impacted you in a different way or maybe even motivated you to get back in that car. I should say you are driving this car around the United States um, to head back. So what's one story that you can give us a, a little briefing on that maybe kept you going here on the trip? So it was a story actually from the beginning of my trip, and I've kind of carried it throughout the entire mission. You know, you get stories of people donating kidneys to total strangers, and that's really amazing and beautiful. But this was just a really tiny one, and it was a woman in Rhode Island. She was having a really bad day. She was a bank teller, and she was at work, and a stranger came in and was withdrawing money. And she looked at the teller, and she said, you know, are you okay? You look like you're having a hard time. And the teller was super embarrassed. She was like a young girl, and she was like, oh, yeah. Nothing some M&M's won't fix when I get out of work later. And made a weird little joke, and they both laughed, and the stranger left. And 30 minutes later, she came back into that bank and slid a bag of M&M's under her window and walked out. Just such a tiny thing. Yeah. But someone was that, writing, that positively And that's doable it. for all of us. Yeah. Like, we're all capable of stuff like yeah. that. We feel like we have to do everything, but all we have to do is something right now. Well, it's, it's what we've all mm. been taught, you know, when we were young by our parents, or certainly we hope so. You know, I'm curious, were you a big traveler before all of this? Um, no, no. I started taking leaps of faith since my mom passed away. I moved to the Caribbean, um, which was terrifying and quite a culture shock. And then I kind of prepped myself to get ready for this journey. I knew I needed a little time after she passed away to kind of learn how to heal a little bit well, before while I went you, out there. While you're staying with these host families, are you getting an opportunity to engage in the various communities and explore the areas that you're staying? Or are you kind of just in and out? Uh, no, I usually do get to see a little bit. I, the people I stay with aren't necessarily always the stories. I mean, everyone has a story, but they're more so the shelter. So then I'm the one going out in the community. And I thought at the beginning of this mission that I would be staying with people and that would help connect me to the communities. But 80% of the time, I'm getting to these homes, I'm going out, I'm digging up my stories, and then I'm bringing them to their home and telling them what's going on. They, people don't even know what's going on in their communities and, like, all of these amazing organizations. Well, that's both true things. and yeah. sad. Uh, that, that really is because I think we all get stuck in our lives and you, you just you fail to realize all the great things going around in your own community. So, Mary, yeah. Mary, I want to get a little personal because you are in our personal connection segment. We often talk on this show about how travel experiences can really transform people and make huge differences in their lives for different reasons. You're hearing all kinds of unique personal stories around the United States, acts of human kindness. Um, I'd like to know how this journey, which is coming to a close soon for you, how it's affected you. Um, I think that the biggest thing I've learned from the whole thing, I thought this trip would take a year, and now we're on three years. Um, I think the biggest lesson I've kind of learned um, on my own is that kindness is time. And when we make time for the people in our lives, whether they're strangers or random family members we haven't talked to or friends we haven't connected with in a while, that's the ultimate act of kindness. And I think that's all I've really tried to do with this trip is is give, give people my time. You know, maybe mm -hmm. they don't necessarily even have a story sometimes, but I'm sitting down with them and just hearing about their lives in, in some way or just being a friend for them because I'm in this area and, you know, if if I can't collect a story, then I can just be the more good and, and hear them out and talk with them. And, you know, a lot of people right now, we just, we want to be listened to, we want to be heard. Mm -hmm. And I think that when we slow down, um, which is a, quite a challenge for everyone right now, um, you know, you do see more of the good out there and you do realize that there's just tiny little things that we can all be doing to 
contribute more um, right. to the good. So, and I think that's been hard because you know, I don't have much time. No, <laughs> Every right. Every of my trip, I'm with strangers. Right. On road, trying to figure out everything. I am my marketing person. I design my website. I do, you know, so it's, I don't have much time, but I'm giving it all away. <laughs> I think it's really important. And that brings me to my next question. This has got to be exhausting. You planned it for a year. It's going on three years. You only have a couple of states left. So, you know, I think it's important for you, before we run out of time, to share why you're doing this as well and what your ultimate goal is, because from what we understand, you are compiling uh, this journey and putting it into a book. But I'm curious, um, please tell us where you'd like this book to land. Um, hospital waiting rooms is the plan because I was there when my mom passed away and I remember a couple in there that were divorced and fighting. It felt like a really hopeless place, but mm-hmm. honestly, we're kind of a really large hospital waiting room in general in the country right now. I think a lot of people are just sad and scared and depressed. And I think that reading these stories is really important. And I don't really, I just, I'm so used to doing it now that sometimes you'll get a message from someone that's like, you know, I was having a really bad day and I went on your site because I knew that I could find a story. And of course, you just posted something and delivered. And I told her, I said, you know what? I was having a really hard day. I just got home and and there was been a tragedy in my community of an 11 year old girl who just died, um, Mm -hmm. a classmate's daughter of mine. And it's like, you're trying to hunt these stories out and look for good, but it can get very overwhelming sometimes Mm -hmm. with these tragedies. And so I needed that, like, you know, because you're putting this out there and for people to take the time to tell you that it means something to them. People think you're getting inundated all the time with that. You're not. because Everyone thinks the same. They think, oh, you probably got a lot of emails, but I'm not. Mary, so that, like, last question I have to ask you. We've got five seconds on this. Uh, the, your last three states, what are they? Alaska, Hawaii, and New York. All right. We're based here in New York. We've got affiliates in Alaska, Hawaii. I think there's five of them out there. So hopefully someone will get in touch with you folks if you want to do that and you want to help out Mary, go to moregoodtoday.com. Mary, keep us updated on the journey. We hope it ends strong, and thank you very much for what you're doing out there, okay? Thank you so much for highlighting it. Take care, Mary. Thank you. All right, uh, there goes Mary. And, folks, uh, again, moregoodtoday.com. And to our listeners out there in Alaska and Hawaii, uh, I know that she Mary's planning to go there soon, so reach out if you want to help her or uh, have her stay and do some laundry. Right now, it's a good time for you to connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn at RM World Travel. We're going to pause for a few commercial messages from our sponsors, but RM World Travel returns in a quick three minutes. Today's edition of RM World Travel is coming right back, and you can also stay connected with the program at rmworldtravel.com. Hiring isn't as simple as putting an ad in the paper or posting to a job board. That's where LinkedIn comes in. More than 600 million members visit them. LinkedIn.com forward slash RM. Make sure your job gets in front of people with the right skills. Skills like collaboration, work ethic, adaptability. They do all the legwork to match you to the most qualified candidates who will transform your business. To get $50 off your first job post, go to LinkedIn.com slash RM. That's LinkedIn.com slash RM. Terms and conditions apply. Or visit RMWorldTravel.com and look under sponsors for info. Your teeth move as you get older, and if you want to fix them, you don't want to wear braces. That's why we're happy to tell you about Candid, the clear alternative to braces. Candid creates custom clear aligners that cost 65% less than braces. They have an orthodontist who's licensed in your state, create a treatment plan for you, and they send you everything you need for straighter, brighter teeth in an average of six months. Go to candidco.com rm to learn more, and you'll get $75 off. That's candidco.com rm, or visit rmworldtravel.com and look under sponsors.
To connect with the program, call 800-387-8025 or visit the show online at rmworldtravel.com. Welcome back to your RM World Travel Connection. Welcome back. This portion of the program is sponsored by another new show partner called HelloFresh.com. We are delighted to have them with us. And just as we're America's number one travel radio show, this is America's number one meal kit delivery service. And they deliver easy seasonal recipes and pre-measured ingredients right to your door. So all you have to do is cook and enjoy. HelloFresh is home cooking made simple. From step-to-step recipes to pre-measured ingredients, you'll have everything you need to get a wow-worthy dinner on the table in just about 30 minutes. Plus, you get to skip the grocery store lines. With a choice of more than 20 seasonal chef-curated recipes to pick from every week, you can break out of your dinner rut and make deliciousness a part of your routine. And HelloFresh is totally flexible. You can easily change your number of meals or delivery day and add yummy sides and cookie dough to any box. If you're traveling, not a problem. It's easy to make any changes you want. We say let's all make delicious home-cooked meals a reality at HelloFresh.com today. And when you do, you'll get $80 off plus free shipping if you use the promo code RM. That's all you got to do, promo code RM at HelloFresh.com. Plus, you'll find the link, as always, at RMWorldTravel.com by looking under sponsors. Well, let me ask you this. What parent has not heard a kid in the backseat ask, are we there yet? My next guest for our Right Stuff segment is Dan Albert. He has spent his career teaching history and culture, of the history and culture of technology, and lately he's turned his attention to cars. He's got a new book out, and it's titled, Are We There Yet? The American Automobile, Past, Present, and Driverless. And I will tell you, it's a great book. It will challenge your perception of, among others, Henry Ford. It'll illuminate your understanding of this nation's interstate highway system. And Dan Albert traces the beginning of the environmental movement in the U.S. and the effect it had on the car industry. You remember that catchy phrase in Joni Mitchell's hit song called Big Yellow Taxi, they paved paradise and put up a parking lot. This book covers that and all, and I'm just scratching the surface. Dan, welcome to the show. Can we start with a very brief look at history? There were steam-powered and electricity, electrically powered cars in Europe long before Henry Ford came along, and even way back in the 1950s, RCA and GM ran driverless cars on test tracks, you report. Is that correct? That's correct, and they were also here in the U.S., uh, steam and electric cars. And one of the things I like to point out is that these things existed long before they became popular or got picked up. And it's true of driverless cars as well. So the real question isn't who invented it, but why did we suddenly think it was such a great idea? Well, why didn't electrical cars catch on way back when? So I look at two reasons. There were certainly issues with range and uh, other Uh, difficulties. But the real question, again, is what was it about the electric car that was different than the gasoline car? And what we realized is that even though it was a great transportation system, especially you lived in the city, it was clean, quiet, efficient, easy to start, easy to run. Uh, It didn't provide the kind of excitement and journeys out into the countryside that people really wanted. And they'd gotten that from the bicycle. And the gasoline car provided that. Mm-hmm. Well, you write that uh, virtual travel has replaced much of what we traveled for in the beginning of the age of the automobile. We can shop using our smartphone, take classes without ever driving to college, maybe even work without driving to a conventional office. And you suggest the nature of cars and what they're used for is changing. That's right. And another example of that I like to talk about is you know, you already know where you're going before you leave the garage. The car knows where you're going. And even when you do things like street view from Google, you see where you're going uh, before you uh, even leave the house. And I think that really does change our sense of adventure 
the idea of getting lost and of experiencing all the things that people have for over 100 years with the automobile. And that certainly has already begun to change with uh, new technologies, mobility technologies, but also now with the coming of the driverless car will totally be transformed. Well, you see, you know, this uh, letting letting your your side view mirrors, letting you know if someone's in your blind spot, your GPS. Some cars now have assisted steering. Uh, Many will slow you down if you get too close to the car in front of you. You see all this heading to the development of a driverless car, but you are not as optimistic as, say, Elon Musk of uh, Tesla fame, are you? No, I'm not. And I will say that the public and also the industry uh, has gotten, well, let's just say, come around to my way of thinking a little bit more. I think some of that are changing ideas about uh, technologies like Facebook and even Google and the others. Uh, we're, we're not so uh, uh, rosy and sanguine about those. And that's certainly true of the public's look at the driverless car. And then also, most people in the industry, uh, Elon Musk notwithstanding, believe these things are uh, much harder to develop than we thought and are a fairly long way off. We've had a couple of deaths through, uh, by, uh, involving Tesla cars, of course, but compared to the number of deaths you know, rent each year by uh, cars gassed by, gassed, powered by gas, it's minuscule, but proportionally it might not be. And one of the things seems to be this... Uh, this this word auto drive. You said that a German. You report that and write that a German regulator made Tesla stop using the term auto drive, and that Tesla's removed the word from its Chinese website because some people are taking it too literally. They think the age of the driverless car is here right now. That's right. Autopilot is what you're talking about, and we think of autopilot on airplanes. And even the National Traffic uh, Safety Board, when they investigated some of these Tesla crashes, pointed that out. They said, you know, uh, uh, Joe and Jane uh, public uh, look at that word autopilot and uh, think, well, you know, I don't have to pay attention. The car is driving itself. And that's an important part of Tesla's brand. And, and it really has been kind of scary the way these things have been deployed without uh, thinking this through very far. This is a fascinating book. The author is Dan Albert. The book is called Are We There Yet? The American Automobile, Past, Present, and Driverless. I find it a fascinating book. I think you might too. Dan, thanks for stopping by. My pleasure, Rudy. Always good to be with you. We'll be right back. RM World Travel phone lines are open 24-7 at 800-387-8025. And so is the website at rmworldtravel.com. Stay tuned. We're back after these messages. Your teeth move as you get older, and if you want to fix them, you don't want to wear braces. That's why we're happy to tell you about Candid, the clear alternative to braces. Candid creates custom clear aligners that cost 65% less than braces. They have an orthodontist who's licensed in your state create a treatment plan for you, and they send you everything you need for straighter, brighter teeth in an average of six months. Go to candidco.com rm to learn more, and you'll get $75 off. That's candidco.com rm, or visit rmworldtravel.com and look under sponsors. Gary, why aren't you outside enjoying the party? Uh, hey, Michelle, it's this heartburn. When it hits, it really hits hard. Oh, I'm sorry. That's it. I've had it. I'm going to kick acid with Rolaids. Rolaids Advanced goes to work instantly for powerful relief of your worst heartburn, bloating, and gas. Wow, you're packed fast. Yeah, I feel much better. Now, this is a party. Kick acid and gas with Rolaids Advanced. Save more with Liberty Mutual Insurance. Hey, Todd, Liberty Mutual just saved me $782. $782. Liberty did what? 
Yeah, it's a lot of money. Maybe I should switch to Liberty Mutual. Visit us online to... Hey, stop echoing. Sorry. Visit us online to get a quote and you could save $782. Liberty Mutual Insurance. Based on a recent countrywide new customer survey, coverage is underwritten by Liberty Mutual Insurance Company, equal housing insurer. Unison presents a bedtime story. A lot of people ask me, Hey, Einstein, how do you get all those ideas? My formula is simple. Get a good night's sleep. Because sleep equals dreams, and dreams are where the magic happens. With Unisom sleep tabs, you get your dreams faster because you'll fall asleep 33% faster. So good night, sleep tight, and keep your dreams alive with Unisom. Versus placebo in a clinical study. Use as directed. After hearing us talk about ButcherBox for months, if you haven't taken advantage of their amazing offers, it's time to listen up. This month, they're offering new members $20 off your first box plus free ground beef for the life of your subscription when you sign up at ButcherBox.com RM. That's right. They're knocking $20 off your first box and throwing in two pounds of free ground beef in every box for the life of your subscription. All you need to do is sign up at ButcherBox.com RM, or you can visit RMWorldTravel.com under sponsors for a link. In today's digital world, your personal information is everywhere. If there's just one weak link, criminals could get in. Good thing there's LifeLock with Norton. LifeLock uses proprietary technology to detect identity threats like your personal info for sale on the dark web. Norton Security helps protect against online threats like ransomware. No one can prevent all identity theft or cybercrime or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but LifeLock can help. Go to LifeLock.com and use promo code RM to get 10% off your first year or rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Get out the map, get out the map, and lay your finger anywhere down. To participate in the program, call anytime, 800-387-8025, or log on to rmworldtravel.com. Once again, this is your RM World Travel Connection. Welcome back. This segment of the program is sponsored by TheraBreath. You know, we all deal with the uncomfortable reality of bad breath from time to time. But rather than just accepting it, you can now have confidence in the freshest breath possible with TheraBreath premium oral care products that are available most everywhere. And if dry mouth is a problem for you, they also have you covered there. So many things can cause bad breath, medicine, loads of talking, snoring, coffee, the list goes on and on. And dry mouth can take a toll on your teeth and on your health as well. But you can fight dry symptoms easily with TheraBreath dry mouth lozenges and new oral rinse. Since 1994, no one's helped more people fight bad breath or dry mouth than TheraBreath. More than 6 million people in 100 or more countries have used their clinically proven TheraBreath formulas, so it's time for them to help you too. You can find TheraBreath products at well over 100 different retailers across this nation. Go to TheraBreath.com for more info or find a link at rmworldtravel.com by looking under Sponsors. My next guest is named George Motz, M-O-T-Z. He is an uh, Emmy Award-winning filmmaker, founder of the Food Film Festival that we're going to talk about in just a moment called Eat the World NYC, but he's also... A hamburger specialist. He uh, has hosted a show called Burgerland on, uh, and produced on Travel Channel. He's hosted Made in America on Travel Channel. He lives in Brooklyn, and he's <laughs> working on a musical about hamburgers. And uh, I wanted to talk to him about, well, a little bit about his hamburgers, also about Eat the World in New York City. George, welcome to the show. What, give me the hamburger thing. Hey. What's, the his, what's the family history on that? Well, it's been, it's been a long time now. I've been doing a lot of hamburger research for probably about two decades now. So 
if that makes me an expert, then that, that I'm a hamburger Why? expert. That's it. Why? <laughs> Why? You know, it was a fluke, total fluke. I mean, I made a film about hamburgers years ago called Hamburger America, and it was just a small cult. Uh, it became a sort of small cult film, uh, aired on the Sundance Channel, aired on PBS for a little while, and picked up a, a small, a small following. It turned mm-hmm. into a book. Um, and I, I, I tell you, I only chose the subject because it was, no one had ever covered the American hamburger before. And as I got into it, I began to realize that nobody was actually taking the American hamburger seriously, so I became that guy. And you travel around the world cooking hamburgers for people or talking about hamburgers, don't you? I do now. I mean, I've expanded the brand uh, globally. I mean, originally it was obviously a U.S. brand, uh, Hamburger America. We were talking about uh, opening a restaurant. Um, and actually, I am working on a musical about hamburgers. <laughs> An ode to the American hamburger, uh, set to music. <laughs> That's a real thing that actually could be happening in a couple of years. Um, okay. But what happened was I started to realize that the rest of the world were trying to – they're all trying to pick up the, the, uh, on, the, on the new trend of the American hamburger, the, the fresh meat, uh, you, know, the, you know, doing away with all the, the fast food model and trying to do their own thing and trying to be – trying to keep up with the Ameri- like a fresh meat, fresh meat American hamburger. So I started going out into the world, and now I do workshops in, in, in countries all over the world. Um, and I do oh. hamburger pop-ups where I'm actually making one burger only, the, uh, the Oklahoma fried onion burger. Amazing. Well, let's talk about Eat the World, New York City. Uh, well, that's what you do with your kids. Let's 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 first talk about the. I'm sorry the the uh, the festival that starts October 24th um, in a couple locations in New York and runs for four days. And it's described on your website as a four day multi sensory event during which participants eat the same food they're watching on the big screen. Please that's explain, right, yeah. Mr. Motts. <laughs> The way it works is that it's actually all started with the film. Originally at Hamburger America years ago, uh, a friend of mine had a well, he, a friend of mine wanted to show the film Hamburger America at his restaurant, and we served some of the burgers from the film. The crowd went nuts, so we ended up um, uh, creating a food a film festival called the Food Film Festival that actually serves the food you see on the screen to audience members. It's a pretty it's a pretty amazing festival. <laughs> and do they eat it in a synchronous way with what's on the screen? Yeah, the way it works is that we're in our 13th year this year, and this year we're actually screening in Times Square, which is wonderful, in a big theater in Times Square, 350 seats in Times Square. Uh, and what we do is you, as you are looking at the screen, you're thinking to yourself, I've got to have that, whatever that thing is on the screen. It magically appears in front of you, uh, comes down the aisle, a taste of it comes down the aisle. Whether it's barbecue from a, a very specific pit master, we'll have the pit master there. If it's a special sushi from a, a sushi master from, from Tokyo, he's there too. He's, you know, so it's a, it's a very, very specific type of an event, a very exclusive event. <laughs> if this sounds interesting, if this sounds interesting, do you can find more information at thefoodfilmfestival.com. Now let's talk about Eat the World in New York City. This is what you do. Uh, you have two children, right? I have two children, yeah, boy and a girl. <laughs> and every weekend or many weekends in New York, you, you all live in Brooklyn, uh, you yep. you do what to uh, uh, with the kids for food? You know, for fun. I mean, to me, it's uh, food education is, is, is one of the most paramount things in a child's life. <laughs> Agreed. I don't understand where food comes from, and uh, and for, in New York City, you can actually eat food from just about every country in the world uh, right here in New York City. So we came up with an idea, why don't we spin a globe, close our eyes, put our finger down on the globe, and whatever country we land on, we go to the cuisine of that country in New York City that day. Excellent idea. And how many have you done? We've only got about 20 seconds left. Yeah, we, we had, we've done maybe 20 or 25 or so. It, I mean, we have a lot more to go. How old are your kids? <laughs> They are 12 and 15 right now, and they still love what, it. What a great idea. What a great idea. I know you take notes on that, too, don't you? We do. Yeah, we post on Instagram all the time. <laughs> George Motz is the founder of thefilmfestival.com. You can look it up there. George, thanks for joining us, and we'll be right back here in RM World Travel. Join the Travel Trio by calling 800-387-8025. Access the show anytime at rmworldtravel.com. 
We'll be right back. To join Robert, Mary, and Rudy, call anytime, 800-387-8025, or connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at RM World Travel. Now, back to America's number one travel radio show. Welcome back, everyone. Well, an hour and 50 minutes into the show today, and we've made it to segment 10 of this week's two-hour RM World Travel broadcast. And if you're just tuning in, you've missed another good show. But by 2 p.m. today, Eastern Time, the full program will be archived in podcast format on our website for you to listen to anytime, and that's at rmworldtravel.com. And this segment of the program is sponsored by simplysafe.com slash travel. Well, Robert, uh, here's a stat for you. On average, it takes police 45 minutes to respond to a security security alarm, almost an hour. When a security system is triggered, a lot of the time police assume it's a false alarm and that call goes directly to the bottom of the list. That's why simplysafe.com slash travel developed video verification technology that helps police get to your home up to three and a half times faster. They can visually confirm that a break-in is happening, giving police all the info they need to get there faster and catch a criminal well, ASAP. that's certainly a good thing. This is a completely wireless system, folks, that protects every door, window, and room with 24-7 professional monitoring. There are no contracts, no hidden fees. Around-the-clock monitoring starts at just $15 a month. Join us and visit simplysafe.com slash travel. You'll get free shipping and a 60-day risk-free trial. There's also a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Well, last segment, you just heard a little bit about travel and kids. And did you know that student travel is a whopping $185 billion industry? Huge. Representing 24% of all global tourism annually, with the U.S. domestic market alone coming in at $5.6 billion. Huge numbers. The Student Youth Travel Association is North America's leading membership association for businesses that serve the student and youth travel market. Joining us now to talk travel trends and why she thinks travel matters for students is their CEO, Carol Ann Asante. It's nice to connect with you, Carol Ann. Thanks for joining Mary and me for a few minutes today. Wonderful. I'm glad to be here. I'm going to start off this way. You know, as we were preparing for your interview, I love stats, but I was somewhat surprised that 24% of all travelers worldwide are students or youth, and we're not just talking about spring break travel here. I'd certainly say that study abroad travel factors in as well, but I'd love to know what are some other key market segments that you found that really get youth traveling? That's a great question, and as we learned, too, those stats are pretty staggering. So in addition to the study abroad, your typical college abroad programs, what we're seeing emerging are what we call gap year programs. That's where students are taking a gap year between high school and college and are traveling and then earning college credit. Most international students have gap years built into curriculum, but the U.S. kids didn't. So we're seeing growth in gap year. We're also seeing a lot of growth in the volunteer community service segments where students are taking time off from school and are actually doing community service work, and then again, building their resume and getting credit for it. So that's a new segment as well. Okay, that didn't surprise me too much, although the gap year does a little bit, but not the volunteer part. But I tell you what surprised me, um, out of all the market segments that we saw, uh, education, number one slot, not a surprise. But I was surprised that music ranks above sports travel. Sports travel is certainly high, but is that pretty consistent that music is um, high ranking for student travel? In the middle school and high school markets, yes. And the reason for that is typically the sports market has tournaments, but music students build their resumes by performing in venues in front of audiences. So you have students traveling to a D-Day celebration. You have students traveling to march in Ireland in a parade. And so essentially 
all of the music students are looking for opportunities to get in front of audiences, whether it's a paid crowd or an unpaid crowd, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. But I think that's a statistic that many didn't know. And the other thing is that many international students, um, especially in the Asian market, are students. And so they're traveling abroad as well for those unique opportunities. I can absolutely see that. We know how important travel is for kids from our own experience as parents, you know, taking our now college-age boys on many trips over the years and watching different scenarios and how it's impacted them. What are some things you see or feel travel does for students? Well, I think it's super important that in our studies, teachers overwhelmingly think that a travel experience improve academic performance in the classroom, but I think more importantly, build self-esteem, self-confidence, and leadership. And then another stat I think super important is it builds cultural awareness. So whether we're taking kids from Texas to D.C. or southern kids to Canada, they're learning about other cultures. And we see real shifts in their perspective on other people as a result of just one travel experience. Caroline, I know you've got, you work with a lot of membership partners from hotels to tour operators, travel agencies, helping to get kids travel around the, um, the world. But there is, um, briefly before we end today, there's a nonprofit arm of your organization, the foundation. How are you helping students travel with that? Well, through the Site of Youth Foundation, we award over $200,000 a year in travel scholarships. So any teacher or group leader can apply for a travel scholarship for their students. And we also do education programs with Boys and Girls Clubs. So um, 90% of our dollars are given away to students who would not be able to travel. That's to another big economic number. Reasons. Yeah. Oh, it's wow. huge. We give away a lot, and, and we raise money from a lot of our partners. Hmm. And can folks, uh, if you're listening to this right now and you want to find out more, the website is just syta.org. Uh, and, Carolyn, can they apply for some of this, these monies on your website? They can definitely apply on the foundation website, but it does have to be a teacher or group leader. It's not parents or kids. So it has to be the person in charge of the program for which they're okay. traveling. All right. but well, yeah, they good information. Apply. We re really appreciate your time today, and we hope you have a nice weekend, okay? Thanks so much. Take care. Thanks. Take care. All right, just dropped Carol Ann. And Mary, that is it. I'm watching the clock count down. So it is time for us to say goodbye to everybody this week. It is. And kids travel. Love yes, it. Yes, they do. Big numbers. Uh, thanks for listening to these past two hours. Special thanks to all of our guests who appeared on the show today with Mary, Rudy, and me. Thanks to our show team, our network affiliates and sponsors. And certainly to all of you out there who I always say help make what we do America's number one travel radio show. Wherever you may be headed this week, safe travels and enjoy. You've been listening to your RM World Travel Connection, America's number one travel radio show on the SSI Radio Network.